everyone, and welcome to the Change Makers Podcast, where we chat with interesting and engaging individuals here and far about change, making change, living change in their own lives, how they've experienced unimaginable change, and innovative ways people uplift the lives of others. We chat about triumphs over tragedies, mindset matters, and how we live out our life's purpose inspirationally. So please join us to be inspired and empowered to be the change you want to see in this world. You know, we can all be change makers in our lives. Here's to the change you're about to bring forth. Good morning, Changemakers listeners. Thank you for joining us this morning for another episode of our Changemakers podcast, where we professional women who are making positive change in their lives and in the lives of others. And we could not be more excited uh, to than to welcome Sunny Lampasso this morning from Shaping Success to talk with us today about her journey and how she's making positive change in her life and in the lives of others. And so, Sunny, I want to welcome you this morning. Thank you so much for having me, Kimberly. I'm really happy to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. So um, we've known each other for a bit, and I've been so incredibly impressed with your um, professional journey. So why don't you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and a few insights into your professional journey? Sure. So a little bit about me. My background in training is as a clinical psychologist, um, and currently I'm a consulting psychologist and executive coach. And basically, I became very interested in psychology when I was in high school and I first learned about psychology. I had played a helping role in people's lives, um, I think really from a young age, and became very interested in psychology and just knew that it was what I wanted to do. So um, went to college from day one, I was a psychology major and really decided that I wanted to work in clinical settings and work with people one-on-one, helping them to achieve wellness. And, you know, got my doctorate in clinical psychology and worked really with so many different types of populations from children, adolescents, adults, older adults, families, really worked with various populations and um, decided to move into the consulting field and executive coaching field based on my own experiences with, you know, being in a leadership role and the challenges that that come with that, as well as starting my own business um, when I did start a private practice. So really learning that applying psychology in the workplace, you know, not only in a clinical setting, it can have a much broader impact. And, you know, I think if I work with one leader in an organization or work on an organizational project, I can make a larger change that you can really see. And that's what I love about what I do. Like I love working with new leaders, leaders in transition, and really helping clients achieve a work-life balance that works for them and develop their leadership skills. Wow, that is such a powerful story. You know, particularly I think in the context of COVID, 
um, and all the changes that have been underway and continue to today. Um, I, I can all, I mean, I can just imagine um, some of the issues and um, landmines that you are helping clients to navigate through. Um, so can you can you expand a little bit more? What are you seeing um, with your, you know, your corporate clients now in the workplace and what some of their challenges are and how you're helping them um, move forward th from those? Sure. Well, I definitely agree with you in that the pandemic has brought a level of uncertainty that, you know, it's brought uncertainty to new heights. And I think helping leaders to navigate the high levels of uncertainty uh, due to the changes in the pandemic and adjusting to change and not knowing when we'll have to adjust to more changes, really navigating that um, is something I think that has been a theme um, as well as keeping teams together when people may be remote, they're maybe hybrid, you know, really different types of environments, as well as, you know, certain businesses pivoting as a result. So managing uncertainty, navigating change um, is something that I really see a lot of clients and help them work on that. What does that mean for them and how can they achieve their professional goals you know, while we are experiencing such un experiencing such uncertain times. Right, right. Um, yes, I, I see it all around me. Our clients, you know, online on our um, our various listservs of um, professionals across the country, it seems to be pretty much a universal theme. Yes, definitely. And then, you know, in addition, the changes in staffing, right? Many people are leaving their jobs or looking for new opportunities. So whether those are my clients or my clients who are in a workplace where many people have left and they're understaffing um, and increased workload. So those, I think, are also some other issues resulting from the pandemic. Mm, mm, so powerful. You know, um, one of the things that I'm, I would be curious about is you know, if you could describe to your readers, I'm sorry, describe to our listeners how this journey has proven to be a growth opportunity for you. Yes. Well, I think this journey has definitely been a growth opportunity for me. I have been in private practice, you know, as a clinical psychologist for about 10 years and had really wanted to make this change with applying psychology to the workplace and had made the decision to pivot my business a month prior to the pandemic hitting. Mm. And so when the pandemic hit, uh, that was a real, you know, I think it took me by surprise as it did many people. And working on this pivot during that time, um, where at first I, I think I was a little nervous about how could this work with the pandemic, um, it actually did work. And I think it was very good timing. So I was really experiencing a career pivot, a business pivot, as many clients were dealing with the same thing. So I think it's been a changing experience for me to sort of be starting something new during this really difficult time. And, um, you know, I think there's been so much growth on my end, and I've gotten to see clients grow in so many ways. So for me, that's sort of why I'm doing this. So I think it's been a great experience, of course, with many challenges. Um, but I absolutely love what I'm doing. And, you know, have come to realize that 
the pivot during this time, I think was really, it was great timing. You know, I do a lot of, um, uh, it's fantastic. I mean, I, I think that um, everything happens at a, in a divine um, time and for a, and there's no wasted opportunities or there's no, nothing happens um, by, you know, by coincidence. I, I feel like everything happens um, for a reason. And I think a lot of us, I've heard this from a lot of women entrepreneurs, um, including myself, that, you know, we were looking to make changes in the beginning of um, some positive changes in you know, early 2020. Um, and then this, you know, the whole global pandemic, um, you know, kind of had other plans. But I really think that, you know, it really, it really um, emphasizes and uh, spotlights our commitment um, to what's next in the journey, despite what's going on all around us. Yes, I agree. And I think there were, you know, many opportunities that came along during this time as a result of everything that we were dealing with. Yeah, absolutely. So how, if at all, is your approach different uh, with your clients when you were as uh, compared to when you were a clinical psychologist from now that of an executive coach? That's a great question. And one that I get asked frequently. So I think it's very interesting because there, while there are some similarities between therapy and coaching, there are also some significant differences. So when I'm working in the executive coaching space, I'm working with, you know, leaders in organizations or, you know, small business owners to achieve their professional goals. So to really help them figure out what are their strengths and how can they be leveraged as well as what are their challenge areas and what can they do to address these challenge areas, whether it be developing them using an action plan or figuring out how to outsource them. Whereas in therapy, it is a very different approach. So someone is coming in with typically symptoms that meet the criteria of a mental diagnosis. And we're really working together um, to reduce symptoms. Uh, so really, I, I think the executive coaching piece is solely work focused and it's focused on an action plan for development specific to this person um, to further their success. And therapy, you know, of course I'm helping people to be more successful, but it's more of a medical model approach. So in that sense, they are, you know, two completely different animals. However, um, they do have similarities in terms of really the most important thing in therapy and in executive coaching is the relationship with the client and getting to know the client, understand what their needs are, what their goals are, you know, where they want to be. Absolutely. Um, it sounds like it's tremendously beneficial to your clients that they walk away with concrete action items that they can move forward and, and uh, go forth and accomplish their goals and, you know, realize their professional um, dreams. Yes, exactly. And, you know, once I've really helped them establish a professional development plan with action steps, I collaborate with them and follow them through, you know, as they're working toward their goals and helping them to address any challenges as they come up. Mm. Oh, so powerful. I'm so happy for you and for your clients who have the opportunity to work with you. 
um, because one of the things that has always been kind of amusing to me as a business coach is, you know, when you speak about being a, a business coach, a leadership coach, any type of coach in a professional setting, you know, there is that um, segment of the population that, you know, doesn't really understand or they can't really identify. It's like, why in the world would I need a coach? And, and I do one, I do the, the same thing usually every time I say three names, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, and who's that? Oh, um, um, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. If these men had not had coaches, did not have coaches, they would not have been and reached the peak performance of their professional athletic careers, right? Exactly. I, I completely agree. And again, I think that's where coaching differs from therapy, where, you know, therapy, you're coming in with a, a problem that has is having a significant impact on your life and on your functioning. Whereas in coaching, you know, I'm helping successful professionals achieve more and, you know, identify potential gaps where they can continue to grow and improve. And so much of, you know, the executive coaching world comes from sports psychology, right? And, you know, things to improve performance and achieve optimal performance, you know, like our greatest athletes are very familiar with. Yes. Uh, it's, um, I, I was just um, watching a game with my husband recently, Tom Brady. And I'm like, this guy is insane. <laughs> I mean, the level, I mean, the level that, I mean, he's like oh, in the mid forties, I think. And he's, you know, been, been uh, named the best um, quarterback of history of the ball, football or whatever. And I'm not a big sports fan, but you know, when mm-hmm. you look at that and it's like, Oh my goodness, what, what to aspire to with, you know, you th- and, you, and you read about his regimen and, you know, and one of the things that yeah. I've read about for the longest time is that, you know, and, and I'm, and you and I both are extraordinary, I'm sure proponents of this is developing and um, fostering a growth mindset. Yes. It's uh, it really is like 90% of our success is that mindset. You can, you can certainly accomplish uh, mastery of a skill set or subject matter expertise, but it's the mindset that's going to put you over the top. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I completely agree. You know, growth mindset is so important. You know, I, it's important for me as, you know, a business owner and, you know, constantly looking to improve my own professional development. And especially with my career pivot, you know, I'm always looking to learn. And, you know, I love working with clients who also have that same mindset. They're open to growing, to learning new things. And, you know, I think an added benefit as a coach is that I often get to learn from them and their experiences. Right. And so it's a win-win both ways. Yes. Wonderful. So given that this is a change maker podcast, let's talk about change making for a moment. Um, I would love for you to share with our listeners what this looks like in your world and in your work. Um, change making. Okay, well, I think change making is really everything that I do, right? So it's everything uh-huh. my business, my business is about, right? I'm all about helping people you know, helping to inspire their growth, discover their potential, and really think about how they can best get to the next level, you know, using my background in psychology to help them get there, whether that's figuring out um, emotional intelligence skills, 
um, or applying positive psychology to help them to, you know, grow and to make changes that are important to them. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, and that's what we do here at Changemakers with our women professional women professionals is that we help to inspire, educate, empower, and most importantly, mobilize women to create the career of their dreams by charting their own course. Because as you and I both know, nothing happens by accident without forward movement and um, taking you know, demonstrative steps to make those things happen. Yes. Yes, so I agree. I think our missions are, are similar. Very similar, which is one of the reasons probably why we uh, we uh, love talking to each other so much. Um, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm so honored to have you as a guest today. So with your consulting psychologist slash executive coach hat on, what are a few insights that you would offer our listeners who want to move forward and make change in their lives and careers? Mm -hmm. Well, I think definitely what we spoke about earlier, having that growth mindset, you know, looking to learn new things is, you know, probably the biggest piece. And, you know, then everything sort of comes after that, you know, if you're open to learning new things and to growth, you can really view challenges as learning opportunities. And I think that can help you with taking more risks and, I think being a change maker yourself, part of that is always inspiring change making in others, asking how you can be helpful to others, you know, either, you know, even informally coaching or mentoring others to help them grow as well. And in addition, I think, you know, maintaining a sense of optimism, um, always important with moving forward and, you know, to manage uncertainty. I think that's something that can really help. And I think something that people can forget to do, which is also important, is being able to acknowledge your accomplishments and your wins. Um, and that can really help you to keep going, you know, because I think change can be scary at times and it can be really challenging at times. Mm, mm, wonderful. It is. I mean, and, it, and one of the things that we teach is getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. You know, and because yes. there is so much uncertainty, I mean, more uncertainty now than I would say ever um, in, in, in our modern you know, society. Um, and that can create so much stress and anxiety because of the unknown. You know, so one of the things that we see so much in our Changemakers program and, you know, with with our high achieving women is is all the fears of, um, you know, fear of failure, fear of making a mistake, fear of hurting people's feelings, fear of rejection, fear of, you know, so many fears that, that they're not good enough, that they're they, the imposter syndrome, which I know is a term that's often overused. But, yeah. you know, what, what is your view, I mean, of some of the common sabotages that high achieving women um, who've reached, you know, they've, they've done, they've checked all the boxes, they've gotten all the education, you know, they've been, they put themselves on a career track or an entrepreneurial track, and yet they have these perhaps self-imposed um, uh, roadblocks or um, obstacles that, um, and the litany of fears. I mean, what would you say to that population? Well, I think first and foremost is I can identify with all of these fears and, um, I just think that it's about learning to, allow those thoughts to be there 
but also keeping in mind what is important to you and what your values are and what you're doing in line with those values. Um, and really that can help you with working on not allowing those thoughts to get in the way, right? Like the thoughts of self-doubt. And then I think too, with the fear of failure, the fear of making a mistake, I think it's also about being able to acknowledge mistakes and figure out learning from those mistakes. Again, you know, with that growth mindset, looking at mistakes as really opportunities to learn and grow from. Um, but, you know, I think those thoughts of self-doubt that can come up for, you know, most of us, it's about, you know, allowing them to come and then also allowing them to go, right? And not have them get in the way again of, you know, what matters most to you? You know, what is your vision? What are your goals? Right. You know, well, I, I, I it's, it's such a great point that you, um, that you share with us because I always like to teach our change makers and uh, our women, our, our women clients that there are no mistakes, only lessons. Mm-hmm. When we, whenever something happens that maybe doesn't go as we would have liked it to go, or we work so hard to make sure that it was going to happen a certain way, and then it didn't, um, my first question is to pause and then ask myself, what am I, what is the lesson in this? What am I supposed to learn and grow from this? Instead of beating myself up, you know, oh, I was so stupid. I should have, could have, would have done this, that, the other thing. When then that, and to me, is we miss the, the, the gift of the lesson. Right, exactly. Because like you said, all of each lesson is valuable if, you know, we really take the time to examine it. Mm-hmm. So that this is such um, powerful information. So, so much wisdom. Um, for our community, um, because, you know, it's hard out there. It's hard out there when you, you know, a a lot of our change makers members, they work in male dominated industries. And when you have so much masculine energy in the workplace, and the feminine energy is not valued or awarded, you know, women, these high achieving women feel so pressured to conform to that, which it may Mm -hmm. oftentimes to their detriment. Um, and they lose kind of a piece of themselves of trying to, you know, work like the guys do. And, you know, and, and they lose sight of their own strengths, which brings in a lot of that inner, um, that self-doubt and the inner judgment, et cetera. Yes, exactly. And I do work with clients frequently on, you know, how can you, again, allowing these thoughts to be there without letting them get in the way of what's important, because I think these thoughts can often take over and, you know, lead to behaviors that may not be beneficial for success. Like for example, avoidance, Um, you know, and I think really helping them with making that shift in focusing more again on their strengths, on what's important to them and on their goals is, you know, really something that clients find benefit from. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it is when we stay focused on the positive and we filter out the negative, 
um, then you have no way but to go forward. Um, and, you know, another thing that I've seen, and, and we do this here with our Changemakers members, is, you know, building a sense of community of people, of like-minded individuals who are also forward thinking and moving. And, you know, you can build that community of collaboration and collegiality. Um, and that's very it's palatable and very powerful. Yes, I completely agree. I love connecting with other change makers. Um, and I think, again, that's probably why we connected. I just really love hearing their stories and, you know, getting ideas and learning from them. And it, you know, helps, I think, with me going forward and giving me ideas and inspiration. Yeah. And, you know, we're on, and we're all in this together. Yes, we are. <laughs> so one, one of my favorite questions, Sunny, um, that I love to um, pose to our guest is if you could give your younger self one piece of professional advice, you know, knowing what you know now and where you are in your professional journey, what would that be? My biggest piece of advice I would give to myself would be, you know, and it was something I didn't know about back then, but really get the support of an executive coach or even, you know, a mentor or multiple mentors. Like, I think that is so key to success early on. And it's something that I did not do. And again, if I would, could give myself that advice, I would say, you know, get yourself a few mentors, get yourself a coach um, and figure out how to develop your strengths and manage your challenging gap areas. Because I think I was not leveraging my strengths. I probably, you know, I, I couldn't probably have even identified them back then. I was just really worried about, you know, making a mistake and learning to do everything. So I think really having the support of mentors and or coaches um, could have really, I think, changed many things for me. It is interesting. I mean, you know, it is, a, I think perhaps it could be um, a timing. I, I did not early in my career have a coach or a mentor uh, or a sponsor. You know, I was really kind of out there on my own um, trying to build um, a community. And in my early career, I moved from North Carolina to New Jersey, where I knew zero people except my boyfriend, who was not in corporate life as I was. And have always worked in male, very, very male dominated industries. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, particularly, I mean, I, in many industries are male dominated, but in the professional services world, it takes it up quite a few notches, um, as I'm sure you've seen with your clients and what the, how yeah. they share with you. Oh my Lord. You know, I mean, it's just like over, it can be over the top. And, you know, um, I encourage our changemaker members who are on those career tracks at those, at those high levels, you know, to find um, uh, camaraderie and, um, you know, allies within their firms um, so that they, you know, can um, avoid that sense of isolation and loneliness. Even when you're working in an organization that may have hundreds and hundreds of uh, employees, you can still feel very, very alone and isolated. Yes, I think finding that support, finding mentors within your organization is so important. And, you know, to look outside of your organization as well and really just have that support from someone who understands and, you know, can give their experience and perspective can really be, you know, so valuable. Yes. 
So um, I just wanted to give you the opportunity, Sonny, to share. This has been such a delightful conversation. Um, I just, there, there's, this is one of my favorite things to do is to connect with like-minded women um, service providers and women professionals and entrepreneurs who are making such positive change. And I'm, I couldn't be more excited for you and, and the pivot that you've made into the executive coaching world. I hear your passion is palatable, which is so exciting to hear um, in, in these times that are so greatly needed. But, you know, I wanted to give you the opportunity to share with us if there's anything additional that you'd like to offer that we've not already uh, discussed here today. Well, I think, you know, just to summarize, I know I mentioned I really enjoy helping leaders in transition and new leaders. So, you know, an upper management, um, people that are just starting to manage. I think those are times that are really exciting to me. And, you know, I think they can also be really stressful times. So, again, any type of leaders, new leaders, leaders in transition, um, those types of things and managing really the work-life balance or integration um, are, you know, things that I love working on with clients and helping them, you know, to optimize their performance. Uh, so, you know, I think those are great, you know, great people to reach out to me. Um, and, you know, of course, I love working with women professionals and, um I think those are really, those are really the main, the main things that I just wanted to point out again, you know, just that time of transition. I think so many of us are experiencing transition right now and it can be very stressful. It's the times when we're most vulnerable. And I think it's the time that we can really benefit from having extra support and, you know, working, you know, being able to focus on our goals and make an action plan. Mm. Yeah, to get that forward moment movement. Just to clarify, when you talk about leaders in transition, I would imagine that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So would you please expand on that a bit? Well, and I think I left that term a bit broad for a reason, because okay. I think, you know, the transitions can be so different right? Whether you're moving up in an organization or move, you're in a new leadership role at a completely new organization or your organization is experiencing transition. Um, you know, again, I think transition times are when we are most vulnerable and it's unfor unfortunately times when we often don't navigate well. So, um, you know, one, it's something that I've also worked with many people on in my private practice is navigating times of transition. So, you know, now really times of career transition and, you know, leadership transition um, is something, a space that I really enjoy helping people navigate. Wonderful, wonderful. So lastly, I just, uh, this has just been so uplifting and inspiring to hear. Uh, what is the best way for listeners to connect with you, Sunny? You can feel free to email me at Sunny. My name is spelled S-U-N-N-I at shapingsuccessconsulting.com. And my website is www.shapingsuccessconsulting.com. Um, so that's the best way to reach out to me. And I would love, you know, to hear from any of our listeners. Happy to chat. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I, I'm just so grateful that you've joined us today as a change maker 
podcast guest. Uh, this has been extremely up- uplifting and enlightening, I know, for our, our listeners. And um, this concludes another episode of our Changemakers podcast, where we create bold careers and lives by educating, empowering, and mobilizing women professionals to create the career of their dreams by charting their own course. So until next time, please be the change that you want to see.